Hola, 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 chicas políticas. We are reporting to you from a beautiful day, a beautiful, hot summer day in Central California. Actually, I should say Central Coast. Yeah. So that you don't confuse us. So for those of you who are listening to us, we are chicas políticas, two women that are badasses, chingonas, taking over the world and doing it one podcast episode at a time. (laughs) Well, on our free time, we are activists. We are organizers. We are entrepreneurs. We are hardworking women who are just trying to make our families proud and uh, having fun. So Rita, tell me, ¿cómo estás? I'm tired. You're tired? I'm I'm excited for the summer. Um, Summer is here, finally. Yay! I'm excited to go to the beach. I'm excited to get in the pool, although I don't have a pool, so... I'll have like a floaty something <laughs> on the grass. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about the summer more than anything. And I'm excited that we are past the June 7th elections. Can you Woo-hoo! believe it? Rita was a badass. She was a chingona. Uh, for those of you that may not know, she is the chair of the San Luis Obispo Democratic um, Party Club. Uh, yes, yeah, sometimes we spoke County Democratic Party. Yes, Democratic Party. Yeah. Uh, so she ha- oversees our whole entire county. And there was a lot of heavy lifting specifically this year because of the gerrymandering that happened for our supervisor maps. So much like what was happening in Florida and all across the country, we were susceptible to it ourselves here in San Luis Obispo. So there was a, a lot of push to get folks to register to vote, get the young voters to come out and be aware of the supervisor election, which was a really hot election, which in comparison to a lot of the other counties in California, San Luis Obispo actually had a high turnout. It could have been better, yeah. right? Yeah. But I honestly feel like if we're comparing ourselves to the numbers, yeah. like San Luis Obispo did phenomenal. And I, I know a huge part of that was Thank you to you, Rita, and your leadership for guiding. No, I mean, I was, I checked in with Rita, <laughs> literally, what was, was it day of? It was that Tuesday, right? Yeah. Where probably. I walked in into the I office I, I don't and Rita anything. was like, literally like delusional, <laughs> like all like strung up on coffee. Like she was drooling from the side of her I mouth. Was, I was. Just toda gringuda, like, <laughs> pobrecita. I was just like, Rita, are you okay? She's like, I have to keep working. I have to keep working. I was texting voters. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, guys. No, no she's, she's great. But there's actually a funny video that I need to post with Rita. <laughs> yeah. It was, I was texting voters all day, all the way till 8 p.m. to get Yay. them to vote. Yeah. And I actually had quite a few people that I texted the day off and they were like, oh my gosh, is that today? I'm like, yes, election day is today. And um, by the way, Rita is so <laughs> shameless. She was shaming many of us, me yes. included, because I was on that naughty list. Yes. Um, day of still had not turned in my ballot. And I know Wait, many of us. you didn't turn it in till day of election day? Yes, I'm guilty. <laughs> and what the, you texted me, remember when you like texted me for the reminder you were supposed to be like Tom? And well, then you like said I, something. I'm like, I thought I was getting a text from Tom, not Rita. <laughs> remember you already forgot but I had like data that was like two days old 
So I thought <laughs> she must have voted. No, already. I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm guilty. But you know what it was with that? Um, I think it's it's that balance, right? Where it's yeah. like you're going so hard and really yeah. pushing and and also trying to gather up the other troops to really show up to vote. That yeah. to me, it's like, you know what, guys, we do have to do better. Obviously, the for San Luis Obispo County, our ballots are still being counted. Yeah. So for some of you that are saying, okay, well, why are we not getting the results? Well, yeah. when you turn in the group project late, yeah, your grade is not going to show up right away. Yeah. And actually, that's a really good point. And I'm just going to say very quickly, but if you want to make fun of candidates like Den Dao in your ballot. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Rita. Uh, don't <laughs> um, because I was an observer at the county elections office uh, last week. And oh my goodness, for every, I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. I, I feel so ignorant about it. But mm-hmm. uh, for every ballot that had uh, like Mickey Mouse. Or Snoop uh, Dogg. I know or, many of yeah, you voted Snoop for Dogg. Snoop Dogg, who doesn't even live in our county, guys. <laughs> Someone voted for these nuts. D-E-E-Z-N-U-T-S. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, for the AN sheriff. Same person. <laughs> It wasn't you. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rita would never dare no. to do anything like that. But I, I want you to have a visual of what happened. So whenever a ballot has a n- name, whatever it is, and they uh, write in, the system flags it, and a human mm-hmm. has to take a look at the ballot, position it in the right place. Yeah. Like you can see the, their, their mouse and everything. Um, position it in the right place to see what is being flagged. And if it's flagged the writing, they have to make sure that these nuts is not an actual writing candidate. And because these nuts was not an actual uh, writing candidate, they click on a drop down on, on the field, yeah. brings up a screen, click on a drop down, and has to select this is not a writing candidate submit and then submit again and you have to confirm that you're sure about your submission so imagine that for thousands and thousands and thousands of people that didn't want to vote for Dendow or Sheriff Ian Parkinson like I saw so many that day but you know what Rita it's really hard because for those of you who are not familiar, I also voted. Actually, I voted for Tiana Arada for then for DA. Ya ves, tú and- también. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing. So for those that may not know, Dan Dow is our district attorney here That's in awful. San Luis Obispo, and he hasn't had the best track record. Yeah. And this is what makes it hard with that because I think I think there's many people that didn't know that that's the process that has to happen yeah, when you write something myself. in. But at the same time. I know it was really important for people to fill in the blank because they didn't yeah. want they didn't want their ballots just to show like they were careless or didn't no they intentionally did not they don't want anyone yeah they don't I mean not anyone they don't want Dan Dow right anyone but Dan Dow some and, some people wrote that too <laughs> yeah and I think and I think it, that I would love to see the numbers of people that did fill in someone else because yeah I, I saw that Dan Dow was giving his thank yous for being voted again and it's like sir no one run up no one ran up against you yeah. so did you really win no one was able to run against him so so I think what's interesting if I was Dan Dow and if I would know 
that many people went out of their way to put in someone yeah. else's name, whether it was yeah. Mickey Mouse or Snoop Dogg. Yeah. There's enough people to be upset. And I think especially as constituents, everyone, um, we need to find someone to run up against this man. And, yeah. and I know that depending on the spectrum of, of liberalness that you are on, these are positions that people are going to be taking up space in. So why not have someone that is more of an ally? Huge shout out to San Mateo County, who actually voted their first Latina sheriff. Oh, really? Uh, first Latina what? ever in history. So these are positions where if we're already being impacted as uh, marginalized communities, why not have someone that can understand our story or is someone of color? Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it's, it's tough, Rita. Yeah, and there were so many. And I think we will see the undervote for DA and for sheriff um, once results are certified uh, on July 7th. Um, we will see that. So it's good that people didn't vote for them. Um, I just wish I knew and I had a work on educating uh, others on how much effort and how, how costly it becomes to the election officials um, to go through every ballot that has a writing that has not filed in as a writing or that is just a joke. Right. I actually saw one ballot um, that had a was making fun of the names, but the like the election officials had to really understand what was happening with the ballot. So don't try to like change one vowel or you know, because then they don't know if yeah. you were actually trying to vote for that person or or what what's happening. Right. So definitely be careful with the write-in. Um, but um a, a shout out to all the election workers, to the volunteers, to the volunteers, to the, to the office. I want to give a special yeah. shout out to Christina Cisneros, mm. uh, who was amazing, who yeah. brought a lot of energy, who was helping in so many ways and really encouraging people. And I saw her being so consistent and on top of really trying to help out. So, and it takes multiple volunteers, right, all across the board to really make things happen. Yeah. So, and Christina has, um, I think three little ones. Yeah, even four. more amazing. And um, she has been consistently working mm-hmm. in Atascadero, um, getting the vote out and uh, supporting candidates. So, yeah. And Christina, no pressure, but I think you should run for office. And I'm just going <laughs> to set it out to the universe, <laughs> whether it be, message. you yeah. know, well, two years from now, five years from now. But I think that's the biggest takeaway to Rita yeah. that we have to be willing to take up space and what yeah. whatever space you want to take up. Yeah. But right now we we are in need of people to run for city council, run for school board, run for these positions, because as we know, I mean, whether or not you participate in the election, someone's going to win with or without exactly. your vote. So I would like to think that you should participate uh, and if there is someone in the community that you really uh, see that has a heart to serve, hey, why not encourage them to run for office? Yeah, exactly. And I think um, I'm like you, I'm really happy to see voter turnout in Slow County. I think it's going to end up being somewhere around 50%, maybe 48%. Wow, yeah. that's really high. Rita. Yeah. And just imagine if we do get 50% in the primary. Uh, California so far has a 32% voter turnout mm-hmm. and they're probably going to go up just a few more points. Um, right. But it's, yeah, it, it, it's a lot more than what we saw um, 
in uh, 2018. And, you know, we are in here in Slow County at the very least. And that, that just goes to show that the work that a lot of volunteers put in put in mm -hmm. throughout the entire year to get people to be educated about what was happening at the county level and the different races, right. and the importance of their vote does work. Um, sadly, it takes a lot of effort to do mm -hmm. that. Everyone should be voting, but you know, we just we can just hope for the best. And now, speaking of results, um, if I'm really happy. Yay! How are you feeling with the, with what well, you're seeing? I mean, the the votes have I still was, been counted. But... I was calling it the the night of. I was like, <laughs> we won. <laughs> um, you're like, we won. <laughs> no, but you know what? Though this this is the thing. <laughs> you can't deny the work that was done. Yeah. So when I, when you see candidates doing the work. Yeah. and they have integrity and they have passion yeah. and they've been working hard. Like someone like Jimmy Paulding, who uh, was running for supervisor, like there's yeah. no denying. I really feel in my heart of hearts that I already knew like he had won yeah. because he did the work. Yeah. And we're and still counting his votes, but they're still counting his yeah. votes, but I will, I will, in my crystal ball, it said Jimmy <laughs> Paulding won and everyone that I personally was pushing for did well. Uh, Don Addis. Don Addis. Assembly. She's yeah. yeah. Um, same same deal with um, you know, I have friends in the Bay Area. They all did very well. Nice. And it's and it's exciting. And it's yeah. like you have to feed off that energy. Yeah. And I was just so, so proud because it's it was like the work that was being put in and for us to see it come out pretty positive yeah. um you know and so some people are making it to the november election which i i consider that still a win yeah i mean every single candidate at the state level that the democratic party endorsed that the county party endorsed um uh, because the democratic the state democratic party endorsed is going to november yeah every single one of them uh which is really good they they ended up on top um and uh, at the county level all the candidates that we endorse are ahead. Exactly. And um, we hope that we stay ahead uh, on Jimmy Paulding and Don Ortiz Leg for county supervisors. Bruce Gibson's also ahead. Um, he will continue being ahead, but he does need 50% of the votes plus one. And he's currently mm -hmm. at 48%, I mm -hmm. believe, 49 maybe. Um, and it'll probably we just don't know the the remaining votes, so every single right. vote uh, will get counted. And um, if you want to be an observer, you can contact your local Democratic Party and get involved to do that, uh, because every single vote, uh, every single ballot is going to be, you know, uh, needed um, mm -hmm. to either win uh, right away here in, in the primaries for Bruce Gibson, for example, or um, making sure that we get the right numbers going into November if he has to do that runoff with um, whoever takes the second place. Right. So I'm yeah. just exciting. I, I'm just excited. There's a lot of good work happening and let's continue that work. And the November election will be here before we know it. November is coming. <laughs> November is coming. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, I'm just happy. I, there's a lot to celebrate and I just can't wait till we make it official on some of these celebrations yeah. and, it's, and it's something as a county, especially for San Luis Obispo that we should be proud of because I feel like we've gone through a lot. 
you know, yeah. and, and we've, we've been able to create a community of people who really do care. And that was part yeah. of my celebration to have seen so many people really pull through and really be consistent about seeing the change that they want to see because yeah. everyone is needed in this movement, whether it's you creating the flyers, sharing that Facebook post, um, having those conversations, shout out to everyone that did reach out. I'm sure people reached out to you Rita, on how to vote. Thank you for your trust. People who did ask, what yeah. who should I vote for? What should yeah. I do? That's the right thing to do. Like yeah. never feel like you don't have someone to turn to. Like yeah. you can always ask questions. Um, and these are all very daunting roles, right? Yeah. This, this is going to decide how money is spent yeah. on a county level, on a state level. We're talking education. Yeah. We're talking gun control, you know? So these are all very important things that require our due diligence. So I'm proud. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm really proud too. And I think the biggest lesson that I take from the primaries is that there is no shortcut for success. Mm-mm. Nope. It just takes a ton of hard work and mm-hmm. consistency. So mm-hmm. um, we'll take that lesson into November and um, win there too. Yay! City council races, school board races are coming. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be heavy. Um, a lot of lot of races um, are going to be up for election. Um, yeah, so if you're thinking about running for office, uh, time is right now. You have to decide now. Yeah, decide yeah. now so that you can fill out yeah. um, your forms. There are clear steps that you need to do, whether yeah. how much money you want to raise. And there's people uh, that can help you in the process. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you have to do it alone. Um, and if you're thinking about running for office and just this year is not your year, uh, also get in touch uh, because it's never too early to start planning. Yes, never too early. And I'm just so excited, Rita. Yeah. It's summer and a lot of great work is happening. Yeah. It's also June, which is Pride Month. Yeah. So you shout out month. to all of our Latinos, Latinx that are proud and out. And for those that are not out yet, this is your month too. Yeah. So we're just excited to see all the festivities happening here in San Luis Obispo County. Let us know what your community is doing to celebrate. And if your county or town is not celebrating, maybe you and a couple of friends can come together to create something. Yeah. Grab a couple of flags, go to the park, post it on social media or tell friends and bring some snacks and that's it that's yeah. a party yes it is yeah, a party a celebration awesome uh yesenia i know that you just got back from dc what are the highlights oh my goodness so many highlights it was so awesome it was my first time i had never been and i always remind my father that you know he came to this country with nothing and just that american dream and I can tell it means a lot to my parents really? for me to be oh. like in the position that I am. Yeah. And the crazy part is I went live on Facebook. Um, who, huge shout out to my friend Courtney that I met from the state of Washington. Uh, she was being my partner in crime and she is a beautiful young black woman. And we were both saying that, you know, we're not supposed to be here. Like we are, this system is not made for women of color yet. Here, here we are taking up space and so I was I went Facebook live with her and seeing so many people being excited um, and to feel 
the sense of like pride coming from people was really something really humbling. And so it was awesome. I got to see uh, Congressman Salud Carvajal in the office and got to see, uh, you know, meet his staff there and walk the halls that I get to see on TV and actually nice. be like, wow, there's, there's this building and then there's that building. And is that where the January 6th uh, riot happened? Yes. So I took a, a Capitol tour and you, our tour guide was telling us of the security cameras, like everything. Like, I mean, it's changed so much. Lisa. <gasps> really? Like, yes, there was so, there was so much security so many barricades, so much of everything going on um, because of the insurrection hearings going on right now. Mm -hmm. There was extra security because that is a possible threat that maybe mm -hmm. someone may want to interrupt the hearing. So it's, it's really wild, Rita, that, you know, at the end of the day, these are public servants that come in and out of these buildings to be part of our government, to work for the government and had these had the stage coup had these people really like I, I the way that I describe it it was like people in a candy store that like kids in a candy store right get all excited get all wild all rattled up but had they really like planned it out yeah, that it could have I mean they did plan it out but what I'm saying is like there could have been worse case scenario. I mean, a yeah. stage coup is bad, yeah. but the imagine of like the terrorism, yeah. that was a terrorist attack, yeah. but it just could have been so bad on so many yeah. levels, Rita, yeah. like, and, and, and also now to, to be able to see it, yeah. right? Like now you can't just walk on the steps. Yeah. The Supreme Court is completely gated up. Oh, wow. Right now it's completely gated up. Whoa, um, when I was getting dropped way. off, oh, yes, when true. I was getting dropped off, I had to get dropped off like two blocks over. So oh, wow. vehicles can't even get close. There's a lot going on. And I think that was, um, I, it what was really interesting while I was there too, is uh, the poor people's campaign March was going on. And obviously with so many issues with, um, with gun control and abortion and all these things and walking through all of these events and seeing multiple protests, it was, it also, I also had a, a proud moment Rita, that, that we are, we are so lucky to be in this country where we get the right to protest and take up yeah. space. Right. And we yeah. get to say, I, I am uh, for abortion. Yeah. I am pro black lives matter. I am this, I am that. Um, and to have conversations, um, yeah. I love talking to people. So of course, you know, I'm talking to all these people and, and people who think differently than me, people that are anti-government. Mm -hmm. And then they would ask me, well, what are you doing? And I'm like, you see that building over there? I'm part of that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm part of the institution. <laughs> um, but we were having really beautiful conversations and it mm -hmm. just reminded me, Rita, that we need to have spaces where we can have conversations with people who think differently than us, but mm -hmm. have it be productive, right? Like not, respectful. right? Not, not yeah. in here to, to, to shoot you down or yeah. this doesn't exist. Like we're never going to make progress like that, but we're so lucky yeah. in this country that we get to do those things and other places yeah. you don't get to protest. You don't get yeah. to speak up against the government. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of like how you go about it. And I think there's have been a lot of conversations on um, protests and where the line is set. Um, obviously, what we saw on January 6th was uh, trying to 
you know, get rid of our democracy. That was that right. was that was a different level. No questions asked. That yeah. is what happened. Yeah, yeah. that was that was, that was no it. doubt about it. It seems, especially now with the new uh, data and the new videos and the new. Oh my gosh! Wild. Did you see Ivanka just completely turning on her dad? Hey, you know what? It's survival of the fittest, baby. Where <laughs> people are going to start turning on people, and that's even, the thing. Even the RNC, the Republican National Committee chair, was like, "Yeah, we were looking for um for alternative electors for so they were looking for fake electors. Disgusting. Who, yeah, horrible. Disgusting. And they they're fine. They're like. Fill in the beans. <laughs> what do they say? And then they start singing like little canaries. Yes. Sing, yeah. baby, sing. <laughs> um, no, it's wild, Lisa. And that's what I mean. To be there now and to see the accessibility yeah. of these of these buildings before and had these people, like they could have, they, they did a lot of damage, right? Let's not water that down, right? Yeah. But to think how much worse it could have been. Yeah. That's what scares me because at the end of the day, these are, it's not just, you know, state representatives working there. It's, you know, it's interns, it's people yeah. working in the cafeteria. It's, it's tourists that are going in there. It's children yeah. that are going in there. Yeah. Um, so it's just wild to me that that has happened in our country yeah. and it's a dark and it's a dark and sad time in our country Rita, especially yeah. after today's hearings, hearing, and also hearing the way of intimidation. Hearings. What mm-hmm. happened? In today's hearings, yeah, it was just talking about Trump's staff. They 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 let him know that he couldn't do these things. That this was a clear, um, you know, manipulation, and it wasn't true. And 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 that his staff would resign, right? Yeah. And that you know, there's just and what was crazy is that Trump. Trump is like a very egotistical man, right? Yeah, the delusional. Most, yeah. That to me, it's like, here's a man that obviously does not understand what democracy is and how it works, but he has a staff of members that do know. Yeah. And then those people were at least mindful enough that they went with his games for so long, but that's where it stopped. Yeah. They were not going to do that to our democracy. Yeah. And it's the good thing that there were, you know, a few actors that were still keeping, you know, <laughs> really that line of, of the fans. But uh, it, it always comes out usually with uh, Trump supporters that if and with Trump himself, if they were smarter about the things that they they do, the damages would be um, would be catastrophic. Um, and, and I saw, I was working for uh, the U.S. Congress when Trump was in power, when he was the president. And you knew, you could tell that they were so incompetent that they mm-hmm. couldn't, they were not able to do the most evil things that they wanted to do. That's the only, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that stopped them from doing right. worse. That's they what I mean about, so stupid about that's it. what I mean about the insurrection too. It's like, exactly. it was, it was bad, but it could have been worse. Had yeah. these people been far yeah. more intelligent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I think that's, you know, I'm, I'm very curious with that as the hearings go on and, um, seeing how justice will be served. Yeah, that's a big question, right? So what's going to happen? I think a lot of people now, especially with the latest uh, evidence and uh, statements, you know, firsthand experiences, Mm -hmm. 
people think that there's enough evidence to uh, put Trump in jail, but um, just don't know. I mean, the justice system is not just, it's not just. And well, we're about times... to see, Dorita. I'm, I'm a bit, I'm hopeful. I'm on the yeah. optimistic side where, I'm you on know, the other side. <laughs> I'm, no, I, and I totally get it. And I think it's, it's very, to me, it's very mirroring to BLM, right? where we didn't think that with the George Floyd case that we were going to see justice, yeah. but we did. Right. Like that was, that was like a step in the right direction. And, and my biggest concern Rita, is like, this is very real. Like yeah. what happened cannot be watered down. Yeah. It needs to be addressed completely. Yeah. And this was a disgrace to our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, president, former president Trump is a d- disgrace to this country. Yeah. And um, he, he deserves no honor. Yeah, but you'll see him running in 2024. And I'm you know I'm betting that even Pence will run with him. You know, that's that's just how that's you look back in history on what the Republican Party or conservatives have done, and you're like, how did this happen? You know, go all the way back to I don't know, the 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 beginning of the foundation of this country. Conservatives have always been the reason why women didn't get the right to vote, why we had slavery, you know, they, this thought of putting the economy first before actual lives. Then during Reconstruction, same thing happened. Um, and it's always, always ends up being somewhat of a compromise. And mm-hmm. that compromise is a red flag on its own every time. So, well, yeah. I definitely encourage everyone to watch the hearings. We're, we are sure. watching history yes, right now. Sure. This is something that our yeah. grandchildren will yeah. be asking us about. The, that's what I, I kind of get nerdy about the most. Mm-hmm. It's like I watch it and I have my baby watching mm-hmm. it. And I'm just like, you know, mm-hmm. so... Uh, I have these like out of body experience almost mm-hmm. just thinking of how this is going to be seen in 50 years from now and mm-hmm. how I'm going to be able to say, yeah, I was watching that. Mm-hmm. And I was watching TV when they, the riot mm-hmm. started and this is what happened. Right. This is what I remember. It's wild. Yeah. That we're living these times. Yeah. So take the time to take in the history that we're the living, breathing history yeah. that we're living in right now, yeah. which is super wild. And, but also take care of yourself, right? It is summer yeah. days are longer. Make sure you enjoy and take time to play and enjoy your loved ones. And yeah, I mean, I, I love Chicas Politicas, uh, tying it back to DC. I was able to make some friends and share Chicas Politicas podcast. So shout out to Woo-hoo. everyone that we met uh, this past week. And just, I hope that this podcast serves you and that it inspires yeah. you and that it's just a fun space where we get to talk about politics. And hopefully you just feel like you're in a room with two best friends talking about life and the joys and the fears and tears too of politics yeah and last thing i just want to share a call to action for anyone and everyone that's listening uh the senate is introducing a bill uh the bipartisan safer communities act a compromise again which sucks but it will save lives Uh, so if you can contact your senator uh, contact uh, any of the organizations that are uh, supporting this bill. Moms Demand Action for Gun Sensing America is supporting this bill. Every Town for Gun Safety is supporting this bill as well. Therefore, I'm supporting this bill. Uh, we know that um, so far from the information that we have on the current Senate bill, hopefully does not get watered down anymore. Um, this bill is going to enhance background checks by for buyers under 21, fund state 
red flags laws. That's actually something that our Congressman Carvajal presented and we got into the package. That's awesome. Very proud of our Congressman. And uh, this is also going to disarm abusive dating partners. Right now, if you are an abusive husband or former husband or wife, former wife, um, you are not able to uh, get guns, but this doesn't apply to dating partners. So this bill is going to change that, which is really, really good. Um, this is also going to clarify the law on who has to run background checks. Um, sometimes it's not clear when it has to do with uh, fairs where people sell, sell guns. I don't know how they call them. Um, it's also going to crack down on gun trafficking because of that. It's going to fund community violence intervention programs, invest in mental health services. I've heard one of this is going to be one of the biggest mental health investments that we've seen in a long time in the U.S., which is really good. And it's also going to fund school safety measures, which I have to look into and more. But um, everything else looks really, really good. And uh, it's a step forward. And we know that with this Senate, there's not much that we can get. So we'll, we'll take this. And um, so call your senator. You can also text bold b-o-l-d the word bold to the number 64433 again text bold to 64433 and uh, mom's demand action is going to guide you on how to contact your senator so do it right now if you have your phone pull it up text bold b-o-l-d to 64433 and contact your senator and tell them to support the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. Uh, anything else, Yesenia? Well, that's it. Okay, well, uh, sorry it took us a, uh, a minute to get back on uh, recording, but um, we're back, so we'll chat. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> bye.